I believe, and I'm a big psychology guy. I got a psych degree. And so I like to push that into a lot of my content. I do a a psychology and fantasy Mm -hmm. football series. And I, I firmly believe that one big reason people are against him is because they didn't find him. And when you don't find him subconsciously, you are telling people by believing in him now that you missed the boat. You don't know. Yeah. You don't know how to talent evaluate properly because you didn't see him coming. That's a really good point. This is the fantasy football show with your host, Smitty. You're watching the Fantasy Football Show. Let me throw a name at you that doesn't, most people wouldn't even consider to make it on this show, this type of topic, because he's a young guy, a guy that people are just starting to buy into, but his dynasty value is nowhere near where it should be in my mind, and that's James Robinson for the Jaguars, a guy that broke out last year, was ultra-efficient, and then you have people in Dynasty startups and mock drafts and and, and, in player debates. I did a player debate on Clubhouse with James Robinson being a a big topic, and people are like, I wouldn't touch him in the second round. And I'm like, okay, redraft... He's going like 11, 12, 13, 14, depending on the pool of people you're drafting with. And then and then all of a sudden in Dynasty, it's like no one will go near him. And 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 I think that if you have him in a Dynasty draft, and the most you can get is something below late second, but even early third round value, you don't trade him. You you yeah. ride that wave out because he could be a top ten overall player for, for the next two, three, four years. I don't I don't understand this one at all. I don't either. I think um, people are, are kind of being a snob when it comes to draft capital. If a player, if a running back's undrafted or if he's drafted late, there's a lot of history of these players not panning out. There's a, a really big history. It's usually, you know, first, second, and third round running backs. The, the running backs taken on the first two days, they have that track record of producing. Uh, whereas James Robinson being an undrafted one, people are just uncertain. They think that they're going to draft somebody and that that person is going to replace them. But I think once these players actually prove themselves and he absolutely did that last year, I think we have to give them a little bit of the benefit of the doubt. And he's somebody I'm not trading away. Like if the most somebody's going to give me, which I think we might, you know, like a late first, I'm not trading him for that. You know, he was, what was he? The RB six last year, even with two games missed. Yeah. I mean, he had, uh, he had a thousand yards. He had uh, ten. Was it ten total touchdowns? Um, yeah. And, and, and it, here's it, the thing too: it, a, a big argument you always hear about him is the Jaguars. He's on a horrible team. Well, he did all that on a horrible team. <laughs> I mean, he scored ten touchdowns on what a bottom five scoring team. You know, like things are only going to go up from there. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. So he had his his stats were ten seventy two hundred forty times he ran the ball. 10 total TDs. He had four 100-yard games. He had 49 receptions for 344 that's, yards. And that's that's the impressive thing, 49 and receptions. What's <laughs> most impressive is 14 games. Like, yeah. He did that in yeah, 14 he, games. And, you know what and makes – I'm bitter about him. I'm, I'm actually bitter about him for two reasons. One, I, I actually drafted him in the last round of a rookie draft. And then I ended up dropping him in a dynasty league. 
So I didn't get a benefit from any of that stuff. (laughs) I'm glad you mentioned that because I think that's a good, this is what I've been saying. And I had this debate on clubhouse when we were talking about it. I believe and I'm a big psychology guy. I got a psych degree. And so I like to push that into a lot of my content. I do a, a psychology in fantasy mm-hmm. football series. And I, I firmly believe that one big reason people are against him is because they didn't find him. And when you I don't did, yeah. find him subconsciously, you are telling people by believing in him now that you missed the boat. You don't you know. Yeah, you don't know how to talent evaluate properly because you didn't see him coming. And, That's a and really it, good point. And it's I, subconscious. I, 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 <laughs> you don't. I'm not saying people are that 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 uh, uh, aware of it. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to sixty percent on hotels. So whether it's cousin Kevin's kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin, or Becky's bachelorette bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. You know, it's a subconscious level type thing. You're like rooting against them so that you're like, okay, I wasn't that off. I, you know, I missed one year, but I knew, I knew that's why I didn't, you know, I didn't see it. And it's weird. And, and, and and one person brought up a good point though, that, that caters to your perspective that you first had, which was that NFL teams maybe don't believe in players too. And if a guy's an unrestricted free agent, they too might be like, Hey, you know, uh, it, we didn't see him coming. Nobody saw him coming. Maybe he's he's not the real deal, and that may play a part in why some of these unre- unrestricted free agents never really truly get that that long term chance. But then again, Arian Foster, you know there oh, yeah. there have been players that that were not drafted or believed in to be a starter for their team, and they they rise up. And I, all it takes is one team. Jacksonville believes in them. Why would Jacksonville, on the flip side of the flip side of this debate, why would Jacksonville not be like, hey, we scouted him, you know, we yeah, clearly know what point. we're doing, and you would be proud of grooming a James Robinson in that in that fashion. So why would Jacksonville walk into this situation going, no, 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 he was an unrestricted free agent, we're not giving him a chance. It's a way to, to be proud and boast about how good you are as an organization of finding talent like Kittle, George Kittle, fifth round pick, right? Yeah. Like, are you not going to give him a shot? Because no, you're proud that you knew mm-hmm. how to find a Kittle. So I totally disregard the Jacksonville Jaguars have something against James Robinson. They're proud of what they've cultivated in him. And, and I'm all about getting this guy who looked ultra efficient with a whole lot of QB mess going on and garbage in Jacksonville. Now he gets a, a leader, a guy I think could be the next Peyton Manning in in Trevor Lawrence. I think yeah. his team's going to be a lot harder to contain as a whole, which is going to make it hard for teams to go, okay, let's go stop James Robinson. We saw what he did last year. Now they're going to be like, okay, look, we gotta, we're going to make the rookie beat us, but for how long? He starts looking good, James Robinson. Yeah. I can see him starting off maybe slow, maybe not. Uh, but he'll be fine, and they're going to lean on him. He's an ultra-efficient guy. Point being, in my my take, and you can tell me what you think, don't trade him in Dynasty unless you get some crazy offer that's an outlier from what we're talking about. He's he's a he's a top 12 to 14 overall talent, 
And if he's not being valued anywhere near there, you don't trade him. And he's not being in Dynasty. Yeah, I I don't think I, I, there's I don't know any leagues where you're going to get what he's worth. Right. You know, I think everybody that's going to try to get him the you brought up some good points about the psychology of it. I hadn't really thought about that, but it is true. When I miss on a guy, it's like subconsciously yeah. I feel like I'm like rooting against them the next season. Yeah, but, we all um, do it. Like, like, how hard was it to buy into? To, I'm not saying I didn't. Lo- I love Justin, Justin Jefferson to be honest, but um, I did too. But how hard was it to buy in to how good he was playing as a rookie? If you didn't own him and you're like somebody made you an offer, like I'll give you Justin Jefferson for this bigger name guy, like Galladay, mm-hmm. in the beginning of the year, you're like, no way, why would I do that, yeah, Galladay? Yeah. You know, like it takes a while for you to accept uh, a transition that happens faster than even you think even if you like the guy you're like he's a rookie he can't do it that quick like it takes a while for people to start letting go of the misconceptions and all the stubborn and hard-headedness that you have and if you can master that and that's a part of like some of the one-on-one stuff that I do on my channel I don't just do fantasy advice I do like cultivating your own skill and how to master your own uh, uh, weaknesses so that you can come in and be a better owner. How many people try and improve on their weaknesses as a fantasy owner? Not many because people don't like to admit where they're weak. And that's, you know? that's the, and they're doing themselves a disservice, yeah. you know, by not adapting. Yeah. If you can learn how to say, you know what, Herbert is good. He's good now. I'm changing. I'm adapting. Or if you're going to hold on to that, no, no, no. Rookies don't do it. They can't ever do it. For restricted free agent running backs can never do good. No one's going to buy into yeah. it because history says so. Well, Jacksonville's going to going to be that one team that's going to lean on them, and you're going to see James Robinson blow up. So I was going to say to your point, like, how about Jonathan Taylor? Remember how? Yeah, he was. Everyone was writing that guy off, but as soon as he started to to show, they were right back to, oh, this guy's amazing. We knew it. We knew he was amazing. Whereas James Robinson was good all season. I remember, remember him in DFS? Mm-hmm. He was literally a locked-in play in DFS every week. And yeah. yet, it's like he did all of that and still everybody at the end of the season is just like, I don't know. I sell. I'm looking to get out from under him. And it's like, I, I wouldn't. I would just hold on to that guy. Hey, Clyde, Clyde over Zolaire, uh, probably another guy we should talk about not selling in Dynasty. This is the Fantasy Football Show with your host, Smitty. Top five running back. You're watching the Fantasy Football Show. I'm Smitty. 